Today, we are diving into a topic that is at the heart of wedding planning, choosing the right wedding planner for you. Should you get one? Is there one for you? Should you just do it by yourself? It can be very overwhelming when you get engaged and you might feel like you only have those two options, going all in with a full service wedding planner or tackling everything yourself. But the truth is there is a whole range of wedding planning services out there And today I'm going to empower you to make the best choice for your special day. And if you are a wedding planner, this episode is probably going to educate you on all the possible services out there, the pitfalls of some of these, and help you with your wedding planning business as well. So grab your favorite beverage, set your cruise control on your car, because today we're diving into all the different types and styles of wedding planning. Listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Welcome back to today's episode of Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, and I am so excited to be here today to talk about a very important topic. I can't believe I actually haven't talked about it till today, but I want to take a second before we get into today's episode and thank all of our listeners for being here today. Thank you so much for supporting the show, whether you are new or you're you're an OG listener. I just love hearing from all of you. And I'm so honored that you are here every single week with me. I also love meeting all of you out in the wild. So if you ever send me out and about or online, please come say hi, send me a DM. I love interacting with you all because it's hard as a podcaster to know who my community is because other than reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I don't really get to interact with you guys one-on-one or in person. You know, we have Instagram reels and we do that, but it's, you know, it's still hard to get people to engage with us. So if you're out there, I just want you to know that I'm here for you. I want to hear from you. So let me know where you are, who you are, because I would just love to get to know you. Okay. Also, before we get into today's um, episode, I wanted to update you all because as some of you have seen on my stories last week, I was in sunny San Diego with my business coach, Candice Coppola. Candice, shout out to you and all of our fellow mastermind members of Wedding Pro Insiders. If you are new to wedding planning, Candice, my coach, has an amazing program called the Planner's Playbook that gives you monthly playbooks to help you in your wedding planning business. So some of the people in Planner's Playbook move up to Wedding Pro Insiders, which is our mastermind, which is all the people that were there in San Diego with us. So many of the women were there and it was just so amazing to be with them, to get to know them, to meet them face to face, to mastermind and brainstorm. So it's a a really amazing community. So if you're interested in growing and being part of a community, I want you to check out Planners Playbook. You can learn more about it at verveventco.com forward slash planners playbook. Candice is amazing and there are so many amazing women in Planners Playbook that you would really benefit from getting to know and learning from. It's a really awesome community. So I would hope, I would love to, you know, cultivate something like that in the future. 
But for now, definitely check out Planner's Playbook because it is awesome. Cannot say enough. Okay. Also, I'm just like on this high from the retreat. We brainstormed and connected and many of them actually at the retreat were like, hey, I actually listened to your podcast and they're kind of shy about it. And I was like, why are you shy? I'm so glad that you listened to the podcast. You sound like you're embarrassed, but I'm so happy to hear from you and that you like the podcast. So to all my WPI ladies, if you're listening, thank you for letting me grow with you this past weekend and encourage you in your business. I just loved being with everybody. I learned at the retreat that I personally, I feel like, I have so much to offer, not that I'm like, you know, patting myself on the back, but I need to stop playing small and I am very excited to bring that big energy and take up more space moving forward, especially in 2024. So for all of you that have been around, I can't wait for you to see the next chapter in my life for the podcast, you know, for Verve, et cetera, it's going to be amazing. I have so many amazing ideas that I just keep writing down my notebook. So anyways, that was kind of a tangent, but I just wanted to kind of update you all because this kind of feeds into today's topic about wedding planners. But before we do that really fast, if you haven't, you know, introduce yourself to me. I would love to hear from you. Are you newly engaged? Engaged to be engaged? Is your wedding coming up? Or are you a fellow wedding planner or wedding vendor? I would just love to know. So leave me a message when you drop your review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Take a screenshot and tag me or take a picture of you listening in the car. I am always so curious to learn more about what you all are doing when you tune in. Also, leaving a review for the show helps little indie shows like ours get found by other people, and I want to be able to serve as many people as I can with all of our free help and content. A quick note for you, if you are listening in the car or at the gym and you want to go over today's episode with your parent or partner or your you know, maid of honor and you want to find the show notes, you can find them at verveventco.com forward slash 118. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash 118. One last thing about the retreat. Actually, I have two things. One thing um, is at the end, which I will tell you about later. It was a disaster. So terrible. Really, I was like dead after that. But anyways, before that, thank you to all of you guys that weighed in regarding my sweater for my headshots. I was on stories because I couldn't decide what to wear and you all really helped me out. We did take photos in the sweater that you guys voted for. I took photos with the lovely Dana from Destinations with Dana, and they're amazing. I can't wait to share them with you. Also, at the retreat, there were planners of all kinds that attended, like I mentioned. Some offered full service, some offered partial planning, some did wedding management, and we talked about all of the differences and all the different service levels. It can get confusing definitely for couples and also for planners offering the different services. So today we're going to talk about the differences to help you decipher this crazy world that I work in. My goal for this podcast episode is to help you understand the nuances of each to help engage couples as well as planners figure out what service fits their needs and what they're excited about. And also for my fellow wedding planners out there, if you're unsure as to what to offer with each service, Keep listening because we're going to dive into that too. Okay, so let's dive into wedding planning services. Okay, first of all, obviously the easiest one to start with is the one that I love the most and the one that I'm most familiar with, but it's actually the most, I think, 
most easy to understand as well, which is full service wedding planning. So like I said, this is the favorite service for us and our couples because it allows my team and I to be involved in all aspects of your wedding planning journey. If you are looking to be involved in the fun aspects of planning your wedding day without having to do all the heavy lifting, like logistics, budgeting, time management, sending out all the vendor payments, reading all the invoices and contracts, so many things. Full service planning is probably the right choice for you. It's also really good for really busy people that like really want a really special, amazing wedding, but you're like, I just don't have time. Also a good service, you know, a good service for you. Having a full service wedding planner means an experienced professional is overseeing every single detail. And hopefully they're an experienced professional, but obviously, you know, that's up to you to figure out. <laughs> From budgeting and vendors to timeline management and giving your wedding a cohesive design, our company, Verve, does it all. We're a Verve event co-based in Rochester, New York. You will have one point of contact coordinating all aspects of your day. I kind of I kind of clarify that Verve does it all because we do full service planning and design. And there's a difference between that. So I'm gonna get into that right now. But this, you know, full with full service, it really means that there's no confusion or miscommunication between any of your vendors and having any last minute surprises on your wedding day. Not only that, but your wedding planner will also provide expert advice on vendor selection based on obviously their experience working in the past in the industry with all these different people. Timeline optimization, everyone hates those awkward pauses and segues and no one knows how to get rid of them, but a planner. And the overall atmosphere, creating it to make sure that everything is perfect for your special day. If there's one thing I wish more couples knew, it's that full service planning isn't about losing control to the planner. Our couples still get to be part of absolutely everything that they care about and want to be a part of. They just get to enjoy it, if that makes sense. Instead of anxiously cramming the two to 300 hours it takes to plan a wedding, which check Martha Stewart, that's what she says, not just me, it is a lot of work to plan your wedding if you're only doing it during your lunch breaks and your weekends off. In our full service planning, we create a detailed itemized budget for every vendor and expense that we are tracking, which is basically everything, minute to minute timelines, literally down to the minute and seconds, inventory lists, production schedules, the list goes on. We serve as the conduit of information between our couples and our vendors, and we also serve as their advocate. That's really the most important thing, I think. One of the most important things about having a planner is that they are an advocate for you where nobody else is going to be an advocate for you. But back to what I was saying. Rarely do our vendors communicate with our couples because we want the process to be very streamlined. It gets confusing if vendors and couples are having side conversations without the planner about different items because they will inevitably affect other parts of the day that they don't realize and it just gets muddled. And if we are not part of that conversation, it just becomes confusing. This is typically the highest end offering a planner will have other than like a destination wedding, which would be, you know, destination full service because it is the most time intensive. Our company, Verve, we spend on average 150 to 175 hours or more planning each 
couple's wedding. So do the math. It's a lot of hours. In terms of pricing, some planners do a flat fee for full service planning, but we are a percentage-based structure at Verve. We do this because I don't want to have to predict the future of your scope of work. It really depends on each couple and their priorities, everything that we're doing. So, you know, typically a wedding that's $125,000 is going to be fewer hours than a wedding that's $175,000 or $250,000 because there's just more logistics. If things are hand painted, hand curated, custom is, you know, custom built or whatever, it's going to take more time on our team's part to produce that thing. And therefore, we need to get paid and compensated for that time that we're spending on it. I don't love the flat fee approach because I feel like that makes me have to predict everything that you're going to do. So either I'm going to overcharge you, which I don't think is fair, or undercharge you because I didn't plan for you to add on these like 20 extra things. And now my team is doing more work than we had budgeted for. So this way, I think it's the most fair And it's a standard across the board for higher end planners to do it on a percentage basis. What percentage that is, it varies from planner to planner, you know, location to location, but percentage base is very typical. So don't shy away if that's what they're offering to you. Okay, so that is full service planning. The next service is wedding design. Like I said, we do both, but oftentimes couples assume that wedding planners and wedding designers are the same. In fact, they're actually two completely separate services or can be. Wedding design includes curating and managing all of the aesthetic elements and details that come together to create the overall look and feel of your special day. So this includes anything from finding and creating the perfect theme, creating a custom color palette, choosing centerpieces, the lighting, the decor, the floor design, you know, designing your escort car display, fun little things for your table numbers, designing your stationary suite. There's so much to the design. I think it's really hard to separate those two, which is why we do both. But all of these components come together to bring your unique vision to life for your wedding. Like I said, at my wedding planning company, Verve, we include wedding design as part of our full service wedding planning packages. It's also not uncommon for couples to hire a wedding designer for design services only and then hire their wedding planner separately. Like I said, with full service, as a planner, we are managing the entire budget of the wedding. If I'm not part of the design conversation, I'm not able to advise you on whether or not there's room in your budget for those upgraded linens, special entertainment, different flowers that, you know, the design for your ceremony huppa or, you know, the letter press and the foil and the liner and all that kind of beautiful stuff for your paper suite. It all goes together. So another example is once you finalize how many people are coming, I still need to go back and make sure we ordered the correct number of tablecloths, napkins, flatware, glassware, etc. And then I need to make sure we have the correct number of centerpieces for all the tables since you probably did some rearranging of the floor plan once you knew who was coming. Maybe we turned a rectangle into a round. Well, a rectangle is a different size linen as a round. Also, a rectangle probably has two or three centerpieces while a round table has one. See what I mean? It's really hard to, I think, 
draw a line between those things because they, they are very closely interconnected. However, there are some wedding planners who simply want to focus on the logistics and some want to simply focus on the design. That's fine. I think it's hard to separate because also I love doing everything, but there are those who really are excel at one or the other. With that being said, if your wedding planner also provides design services, it is definitely more efficient to have them handle both aspects rather than coordinating with the separate vendors because you just have a much more streamlined process and a seamless execution. I saw one wedding where a planner, you know, a designer created a design for the wedding and then the planner that was there hired to execute the wedding didn't know all the special things that the designer had done. And so when the stationer got back the photos from the day, she was like, what the hell? I like planned all this, I designed all this beautiful stuff for them and they didn't even take a photo of it, which is just the worst. Like it's just like heartbreaking and you can't go back and redo it. And the couple is like, wait, what about this, this, and this? Like this was photographed and wasn't, where's the photo for this? It's not there because no one was there to tell them that this is what you need to be photographing also because this is also important to them. See what I mean? Anyways, soapbox. If you want to hire a wedding planning for design services only, that is totally possible. Just make sure you understand clearly what they are incorporating into the design and what you are still responsible for. Is the designer going to source any of the design elements for you? Are they going to provide you with a list of vendors that has what they are recommending? Or are you responsible for finding everything? Make sure you understand what's who is responsible for what just so that there's a clear demarcation between the responsibilities. I know that was redundant. Finally, the last thing about I wanted to say about the design is maybe you really like the logistics and you just want someone that has the creative juices to create your design or maybe it's a budget issue. That's totally fine too. If you're like, I want to be in there in the nitty gritty and I want to count all those napkins and I want to count all this stuff and make sure we have the right, you know, this table is a 10 top and this table is a 12 top and this table is an eight top and I want to have the right number of everything and I'm type A about that you can do that and just hire the designer. That's time fine too. Today's episode is brought to you by our Ask the Planner wedding planning template shop. Regardless of where you are in the wedding planning journey, our template shop has wedding planning shortcuts created just for you. Our most popular item is the ultimate wedding planning checklist for couples, no surprise there, and the wedding mood board template. The checklist is a game changer that tells you what to do when as you plan your wedding. And for all my decor-obsessed couples and fellow wedding pros, the Wedding Mood Board template organizes that messy Pinterest board into a cohesive decor plan. For my wedding pros out there, my styled shoot, photo, shot list, and timeline is also just for you. Get access to all wedding planning shortcuts and more in the Wedding Planning Template Shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. Make sure you use the code PODCAST10 for 10% off your entire purchase. Again, use the code PODCAST10 at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. Okay, speaking of having a clear understanding of roles and responsibilities, that brings us to the third service, which is partial wedding planning. 
Partial wedding planning strikes a balance between hands-on involvement and professional guidance. It is an excellent option for couples who want to take charge of certain planning tasks or don't have the budget for full-service planning, but they still value the expertise of a wedding planner for specific aspects or vendor recommendations. This service is often customized to your specific needs, whether it's budgeting assistance, vendor selection, design inspiration, it depends on the planner. It provides you, the couple, with the flexibility to be active in the planning process while still benefiting from professional guidance. It also allows the planner to kind of pick and choose what they prioritize, what they are really good at, what they want to outsource to the couple themselves, and kind of meet the couple halfway as to what they are needing and what you are able to provide. With partial planning packages, some wedding planners offer a set list of inclusions of what they always do. On the other hand, some will allow you to purchase a bundle of a set number of additional hours, so like 10 hours, 20 hours, etc. You decide what works best for you and the type of support that you desire. Again, I think it's hard to do that because I'm just like, everything is interconnected, but that's why we don't offer partial wedding planning at Verve event co because I think it's just too confusing and I hate being like I just don't want to be the person that's like hey that's not included or hey we spent too much time on this or hey you know I think you should I I just don't like doing that I don't think it's a good experience for couples but some people can do it and they're really great at it but that's not us and I just I really like getting to know our couples but anyways see my earlier point above earlier in the podcast about guest count and rentals and center centerpieces it's just really hard for me to separate it all Also, like I said, I just really like getting to know our clients and spending time with them. With partial planning and wedding management, which is the next service I'm about to talk about, it feels more transactional and it's that's just not my vibe. I really like to get to know them, be really, you know, personal and feel like an extension of the family at the wedding day. And that's hard for me to do if I just met you three months before. I just feel like it's just not it's not as warm and fuzzy. And then I'm just like so sad at the end. I'm like, well, I guess it's done. That's it. You know, anyways, many planners offer partial wedding planning. So if you think this is a good fit for you as a planner or as a couple, you'll probably find someone that offers it or a couple that wants it. It is definitely on the more flexible side. And with that, I think there's also not as much standardization of how this service is priced because it really depends on the planner and their experience level. Some of them have a lot of experience, so they're going to charge more for their time, whereas some planners that may have less experience will charge less because they're still getting into the business. Okay, that is partial wedding planning services. The next and final one is wedding management, also known as wedding coordination. This service has taken on several different names in the wedding industry. So if you see wedding planners advertise packages like day of coordination, month of coordination, wedding management, wedding coordination, they're probably referring to this last service. This type of wedding planning package is designed to help couples who have already planned the majority of their wedding, but want assistance managing all of the details leading up to and on the day of the event. 
a coordinator will usually come in a month or two before your wedding date to ensure everything is running smoothly. They are not to be confused with the venue coordinator who is completely different, which we talked about in a previous episode, and they're managing the venue and making sure the venue looks good. So tables and chairs are up, catering is done, that's it. They don't care about hair and makeup. They don't care about photography. That's not their job. I'm also going to go on my soapbox for a second. That's me stepping onto it. Um, So dramatic, I know. But I'm going to say that the term day of coordination is actually very misleading and it actually doesn't exist. Let's say that again. Day of wedding coordination is not real and it doesn't exist. If you truly want someone to come in the day or week before your wedding completely cold and unprepared just to set things up, you might as well be throwing your money into a barrel and lighting it on fire. You're setting up this person and your wedding for failure. I barely remember conversations I had a day ago. Do you really think a person is going to be able to take all of the information you gave them that you have spent months, maybe a year or longer planning and confidently direct your entire vendor team that you have spent an entire year planning and communicating with? No, it is just not a realistic expectation. Do not confuse this with wedding management and wedding coordination. That is a completely separate thing. I'm talking about when people say day of coordination. If they're truly just coming in the day of, the week of, run away. Do not work with that person. I I just think that it's just not going to be a good experience. And that is what is bringing down our industry and making people hate wedding planners because they do a crappy job. Anyways, it's just not a realistic expectation. I feel like they're going to arrive on site and your vendors are going to be like, who the hell is this chick? My last email said this, but you're telling me this. Like, is the bride, where's the bride? That's not what you want. No one wants to bother the bride or the groom or, you know, both of the brides on the wedding day. That's not what you're there for. So if you are hiring someone for this service, wedding management, wedding coordination, month of coordination, make sure you ask this person what their process is for getting ramped up to ensure they understand and know everything that is in your head so you and your mom and your family and your wedding party and your partner can truly enjoy your wedding day and be present and revel in that special day and not be bothered with these stupid questions that should have been answered weeks ago. We offer, I feel like this is like a TED talk right now. We offer wedding management services on a very limited basis based on availability. Our calendar fills up with full service weddings two years out. So we only schedule wedding management if we have an opening in our calendar six months before the wedding date which hasn't been the case for the last year or two because it has just gotten filled up with weddings that are full service. And I want to make sure my team has enough time to rest and recover before they go into the next. This is most likely a service that a newer planner is going to be offering so that they can get more experience. I also think it's the hardest one to service because there is so much to get caught up on. 
But if they have good systems in place, they can do a really amazing job. Like the wedding coordinators who are based in California, that's like their bread and butter. They do so many wedding management weddings and they're amazing at it. They love it. They're great at it. I need to have them come on the podcast. So wedding coordinators, we should talk. But anyways, it really just depends on people and what they want to be doing, how they want to be running their business, you know, what they thrive on. I love the personal connection, but you know, some people are great at that. And if that's what you want and that's what you can afford and that makes you feel good about your wedding and that, you know, you found someone that can really do everything and understand it well and their wedding management and that fits with what you're looking for, hire them. I'm not going to yuck someone's yum, so to each their own. That's just my personal opinion. But again, you know, it really depends on your specific situation, how complex your wedding is, how many people you're having. So, you know, yeah, that's that's my soapbox. Now I'm going to step off of it. In summary, choosing the type of wedding planner you want doesn't have to be an all or nothing decision like we've talked about. It is a spectrum ranging from the holistic approach of full-service planning and design to the more specific offerings like wedding management or just design. Every couple has unique needs, and thankfully, there is a service tailored for everyone. Whether you require full service or not, the right wedding planner is out there waiting for you to work with them. So I want you to remember it's not just about planning an event. It's about curating an experience that will last a lifetime and will be talked about for generations to come. If you would like to work together with me to plan your heirloom occasion and my team, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us. Check our availability on our website at verveventco.com forward slash contact. Again, that's verveventco.com slash contact. You can also send me a DM if you have questions about everything that we talked about. That is it for today's episode. We're going to start to wrap up. I hope that this discussion, my many soapboxes, etc., helped you in making the right choice for your wedding planning journey and for your wedding business. Whether you opt for full service, design, partial planning, coordination, etc., there is a service out there for you. So remember, again, like I said, it's not about planning an event. It's creating an experience for you and your loved ones to connect and revel and celebrate your special relationship. If you would like to work with us or if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram or learn more about our services at verveventco.com. If you have questions about what I talked about today and you want to kind of talk to me, you can send me a DM. Like I said, I usually send voice messages back on Instagram or you can leave us a voicemail on our wedding planning hotline at 585-210-3467. Again, that's 585-210-3467. Or you can leave your your question in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and I will be sure to answer you. I can't reply back though, so that's hard, but I will definitely address it in a future episode. If you are a wedding planner with questions about what services you should be offering or you want a better idea of what should be included in each service, I would love to coach you on this and mentor you because I've obviously gone through this whole process. So you can learn more about my coaching services at verveventco.com forward slash coach. And that brings us to today's review of the day. We are up to 95 reviews. I'm so excited that we're going to hit 100 reviews this season. I've been hoping for it. Today's review comes from Love the Blur, who writes five stars, listened to a lot of wedding planning podcasts. That was her title. Or him. I don't know. His. 
Uh, this person wrote, I have listened to a ton of wedding planning podcasts is, and this is one of my favorites. I have learned something from every episode. Yay! Love the blur. Thank you so much for taking the time to write that thoughtful review. I am honored to be a favorite of yours. That means so much to me. If you, my friend, are a listener and are would love to be awesome, like love the blur, please don't forget to leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Share it with a fellow couple that's also engaged. Take a picture of you listening to the podcast in your car or on your run. Tag me on Instagram. I appreciate any and all of you of it. Reviews are so helpful to us podcasters because it helps other listeners find the show. We just hit, guys... We just hit 9,000 downloads a month, which is crazy. And I'm so proud of it because it's because of people like you, our lovers, leaving us reviews and sharing it with people. So thank you so, so, so much for listening and supporting the show. If you're not sure about what you should write in your review, let me know where you are listening from, drop some emojis in your review, submit a question for our Never Have I Ever segment, which is going to be a good one, guys, or suggest a topic or a guest for a future episode. If we pick something from your review, we will send you a gift card to your favorite store. Make sure that you leave your Instagram handle in there so I can get in touch with you. Also in your review, you can answer this week's question of the week, which is, have you ever left or lost something really big and important while you were traveling or just in your life? Where was it? What was it? And did someone return it to you? I want to hear about the awesome people in this world because I have a story to share. So this past weekend, as you all know, I was in San Diego and I live in New York. So I took the red eye back to get back for my family. So I took the red eye from California to San, uh, to, to New York. I left California at 11 a.m., uh, sorry, 11 p.m., which was 2 a.m. in New York. Also, this was daylight savings time. So it was like a messed up, I was exhausted. I was also doing work at the airport because like, yeah, I'm so high, high up on my retreat and I had all these like creative juices flowing. And I was like, I have to do all this stuff in my mind. We flew to, you know, from California to Detroit, landed, fine. I slept like two hours. It was terrible. It was a terrible nap. I was stuck in the middle because I did basic economy because I was, you know, trying to be smart with my money and I didn't sleep very well. And so I, you guys probably know where this is going because of the question of the week. Then I got off the plane in Detroit. Everything was fine. You know, walked to the gate for Rochester Everything was fine. I, again, I was in basic economy. So I was like the last of like three people to get on the plane. So I sat down while I was waiting. I get on the plane at Detroit, take a good solid, like I was out 45 minute nap. I woke up, you know, we land where I, you know, I'm getting my bag and I look down and my laptop is not next to my bag, which is where I had been keeping it. And I had been hand carrying my laptop because I'd see all these Gen Zs do it because they don't have a laptop bag. So I was like, I'm going to do it too because my tote bag is like a really expensive one. I was like, I don't want to ruin my tote bag. So I don't want the laptop to like weigh down my bag. So I carried it and I was like, crap. I think I left my laptop in the freaking gate in Detroit. And guys, I was inside. 
I was falling apart. I was literally disintegrating. I was in shock. I was like, sh- I was shell shocked. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm swearing on this episode. Normally I don't swear. There was a lot of swearing in San Diego. Let's just say that. Good swearing. But I didn't know what to do. And the flight attendant was like, oh yeah, the flight, the the manager at the gate, just let her know she can call the gate agent at, in Detroit and you know she can help you find it. She should be really, really nice. And I was like, okay, fine. I think he was just trying to get me off the plane. Anyways, I went there, I talked to the gate agent and she was like, I don't have time for this right now. I have to get this other these other people on the plane. You'll have to come back. And I was like, lady, I just lost my life. I just lost my laptop. I'm not just going to come back. So I left and I was walking out again, literally falling apart inside, but I'm holding it together. I'm walking out and my my mother-in-law picks me up and I tell her and she's like, oh no, that's terrible. And then we start talking about, you know, Thanksgiving dinner and what she's planning. And I'm just like literally again, still falling apart inside. I'm looking and, you know, on Delta's website, they say to contact the airport. On the airport's website, they say to contact Delta. I contact Delta. They made me do this stupid chat bot. And the chat bot's like, oh, you have to call TSA. Here's their phone number. I call TSA and they're like, hey, you can just file a claim and then they will get in touch with you if they find it. And I was like, no one's going to call me. It's a laptop and a black neoprene case. No one. There's no, I'm not like a child. There's no like, if found, please return to so-and-so. Here's my phone number. No. How are they going to do that? And I was like, my whole life is on here. All of my work is on here. All of the work I just did, this, con- you know, at this retreat, all of it's there. It's all lost. And I was like, you know, I don't, there isn't any personal information of my clients on it, but I was like, these, if a hacker found it, they could just hack into all my stuff because obviously everything is like there. All the passwords are saved. I was falling apart. I came, I mean, you know, I maintained calm because this is what I do as a wedding planner. I'm like, okay, problem solve, focus on the solution, not what's going on right now. So I call TSA, she texts me the phone number, you know, they text me the address to file a claim. I haven't told my husband because I'm like, that's not happening. I go to file, you know, go to fill out the form. Uh, no, in the meantime, I'm like DMing all of the girls from my retreat. And I'm like, please say a prayer for me because I lost my laptop. I DM'd my mom and my sister and I'm like, please say a prayer. And I DM'd my two friends. I messaged them. And I was like, were you guys the ones whose father-in-law lost their ring at TSA and you hired a porter that found the ring? And who was this person? How do I get in touch with them? I was just like, how am I going to problem solve this? This is something I have to figure out. And I'm filling out the, f- the form to fill out the claim. Someone from Michigan calls me because I know the, you know the area code now, 734. And so I stop and I answer it and they go, hi, this is Officer Maddox. Is this Desiree Adams? And I go, yes. And she goes, were you in the airport, the Detroit airport recently? And I was like, yes. And she goes, are you missing something? And I was like, yes. And she goes, is it a laptop? No, I was, she was like, what are you missing? And I was like, my laptop. I was literally like, guys, it's terrible. And she was like, I have it. And I was like, oh my God. I literally just started crying on the phone to this stranger. And I was like, thank you so much. I couldn't talk. I just could not believe. And it only, I had left 
the air, you know, our plane left at 7.35. We landed in, you know, or 7.05. I think our flight was supposed to leave at like 7.05 or 7.15. No, our flight left at 7, 6.15. So, sorry, we boarded at 6.35. I left at 7.15. She had called me by 9.30 to tell me that she had my laptop. So she got all of my information. She, got, she gave me a case number, da, 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 da. You know, the next day, literally someone emailed me and was like, we have your laptop. Thank you for submitting the form. I'm mailing it out tomorrow. You will get, you know, let me know which service of FedEx you want. Express, overnight, two-day, whatever. And I was just like, guys, there are still good people in this world. I cannot believe my amazing luck. I can't believe all of the prayers that people sent up for me because I was like, my life is falling apart. So that was my long drawn out story. I hope you enjoyed it. It was the worst hour of my life. Again, I just, this is what I do. I just share with you guys all these traumatic, terrible experiences so that you can learn from it. Definitely have your contact information on your laptop. Don't be like me. And um, unless this is bad, like, I feel like no, ha- you know, definitely don't be that person. I did do an episode on like hackers that was earlier on. That was in season three, I believe, about getting hacked. Don't do that. Don't leave your password on your laptop. But basically what happened was I because I had been working in the airport the night before I had been charging my laptop because it's kind of like eh, it's I don't know, I think it's got like one year left. I charged my laptop. I left it. She opened it up and on the login screen, it said Desiree Adams. So she, you know, obviously was able to track me down because, because of that. But there are good people in this world. If you've had an experience like this, you lost your wallet. I have lost my wallet before. I did that at another wedding. I'll tell you guys about that in another episode. Let me know. I would love to hear it. I just would love to share all these awesome stories of these awesome people in this world. That is it for today's episode. I know that was random, but I just wanted to share it with you all because you're my people. Coming up on the podcast, we are talking to a listener of the podcast who just got married. So we're going to do a debrief with her. We're going to we're interviewing a special wedding dress designer, and we're going to talk about how to incorporate scents and smells into your wedding day. I love doing this. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. I love my lovers. So thank you for putting me into your earbuds, into your car, on your commute to work. As you grow and next level your business, I love supporting you. Until next time, happy planning. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 